when we record, should we just go down down the list? Yeah, we can go down the list. Go ahead, Reed. You can go first. Well, aren't you going to do the intro? I just figured we'd go down the list. No. Uh, this is Urkov playing Reed. This is Matt playing Romain Letus. Thank you for joining the Pathless Podcast. This is Ben, your DM, here with. Sam, you're next on the list. Sam playing Hanny. Uh, Jeremy playing Gardas Tempest. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so um, I, I, I hope this is the best sounding podcast we've had yet, or at least that my voice doesn't clip. Uh, we're, we're trying something different today. Uh, a brief review of what happened last time, and uh, Matt's character has none of this knowledge, Romain Letus. Um, but last time at the beginning of our session, Romain Letus was taken up into the sky by a uh, half-giant cloud giant on a, a Pegasus. Right, they were in the middle of... Uh, not Phandalin. You guys were in the middle of... No, it was Phandalin. Yeah, Phandalin. Cool. Um, the character spent some time going around Phandalin learning about a quest from the uh, Shrine of Luck Lady uh, where they need to take a comb to a banshee to recover a magical book. They also learned about a similar uh, ghost-laden quest uh, at a well, the Owl Well, where there are uh, undead beings plaguing travelers who try to get to the Owl Well. They heard about that from a ancient elf who used to be a traveler who plans to give them more details on getting to the Cragmall Castle, which is where they ultimately hope to go to find the dwarf uh, Gundren Rockseeker, who, along with his brothers, have unearthed the once crumbled site of Wave Echo Cave, the location uh, that has magical powers imbued to craft many magic items that was uh, attacked by a bunch of orcs and goblins 500, 600 years ago. Sildar Hallwinter, a friend of Gundren Rockseeker, is looking in town for his friend Iarmo. Iarmo is a, another wizard who is from a similar guild as him. Iarmo was last missing near the manor. Um, after killing a couple red band ruffians in the middle of town, the players ran away but came back with hopes of uh, ensuring the town's safety and maybe attempting to disable the... Uh, what are you, brawling group or the mean group that is the Red Band Ruffians to the town of Phandalin? Anyone else have anything that I missed that they think is uh, crucial to the story or to where we're headed? No, Thank you. everything. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I'd do a 15-second recap, but I think all that stuff's important to remember because it's like you guys have three or four different quest lines drawn right now. So I just want to keep us all on the same page. Uh, we went underneath the manor, which is really just a bunch of ruins, uh, and found ourselves in a cellar full of salted meats and ale, um, maybe a couple other type of ration things. There was an ambush of three red brands in that room. I think they all died. I'm going to kill this guy real quick. He says he's not killed on the screen, but we'll kill him dead. Unless that's Hanny. Is that Hanny? That's a ruffian. Good. All right, anyway, uh, in the room that they entered when they first came in, there's like staircases on the uh, north and south sides. Uh, there's a small door that goes underneath the staircase they haven't gone through. And uh, there's also a, a, I don't know, aqueduct or something, whatever you want to call it, uh, a water source inside here. So as the characters are kind of resting in this side room where the storage stuff was and there was two cots, uh, they hear a large splash and gasping as uh, a 
I don't know. What what type of character are you, Romaine? A gnome? Human, human. Oh, a human, sorry. As a uh, friendly human comes out of the water, and it looks like somewhere in the process my control C got lost. So let me control C this again to get your token into our what you call it. And bam, you have burst out of the water, Romaine. Can you see with your character? Oh, oh, oh my butt. It hurts so much. Where am I? Yes, I can see. Wonderful, good. But not past the walls, right? No, I just see, like, barrels and, uh... Alright, cool. Good. Alright. Does anyone come out into the hallway to investigate? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys see what you'd expect to see out in the hallway? Oh, hey, it's that guy. We expect to see it? Oh! Hey! <laughs> uh, what? what's going on? Uh... Why are you guys oh. in my why are you guys in my hot tub uh, area? Oh, do you belong to the Red Brand Ruffians? No, 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 no. Just the the hot tub of mine. They uh, someone someone borrowed it, and I uh, I'm, I'm just you know taking it back. I'll just leave it here for now. It's a little heavy. Ah, I see. Uh, we are currently ridding this town of the Red Brand Ruffians, who are clearly unlawful and causing chaos. Oh, with this sure. there. Yeah, let's do it. It's like 23 of them left. Yeah, uh, the characters had a concept that there's about 30 of these things, so they're just counting how many they kill. Oh, oh, oh 23. Are they like, uh, are they like kids or something? Like, are they like the. Because, I mean, if 23 kids, I think, I think that's, you know, that's no problem. I mean, as long as we don't have them all getting up on us at once. Uh, as far as I've seen, they have been adults. Ah, uh, that's that's less favorable. I mean, uh, if we told them that that they could come in the hot tub and they stripped down, then we could probably jump them while they're uh, while they're in the swim trunks. Do you think that would work? No, no, there's there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, I'll, I'll just follow you guys. Oh, okay. I was kind of hoping that might work, but... Oh, we have to find more. Oh, yeah, also there was a, a wife and a son who went missing after they killed the husband. Remember? Oh, is that the giant talking to me? It is. Oh. There's a, a, a Cloud Giant's voice booms out of the water and makes a bunch of bubbles, and the bubbles pop out to make my voice in the game. Act. All right, who would like to take an action? Any action. Um, at last section, uh, last session we just uh, completed combat, right? We didn't actually search that. Correct. You guys haven't done anything except complete combat. Um... So I'm, I'm actually going to read this description again. You're in a five-foot-wide landing 15 feet above a large cellar with stones that descend... Oh, sorry. Okay. The stones descend into a floor in two short flights. Wait. The door opens onto a five-foot-wide landing 15 feet above a large cellar. So, yeah, you're 15 feet above a large cellar. You walk down the stairs and then another set of stairs to get down to the bottom here. Okay. That makes sense. 
a large stone at the western part of the room. The cistern is what uh, romaine lettuce came out of, and the walls are lined with kegs and barrels. All right, I will uh, investigate the room to see if there is anything of note. And my search is... I actually have investigation. Cool. So, roll 1d20 plus 2 minus 1. I got a f 6. So, very nice. All right. You notice yeah. that the, um, the door that you entered in and the door that's underneath that other part of the staircase over there uh, is made of wood with iron handles, strong hinges, and built-in locks. Um, you also looked down into the cistern and noticed that the cistern's about 10 foot deep. The water is very clean and clear. It's fed by water from the manor above. Cool. Uh, something for you to know, Matt, that most areas are brightly lit by oil lamps and wall sconces. And we were talking about when we arrived that they were recently refilled based on the amount of oil in them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're the people who took my hot tub are uh, still idling about. Well, we found at least three of them. Now, do we hear, um, is this a door up here? This saying? white thing is the door, so you'd go down to the bottom and go through the door underneath the uh, landing that connects the staircases. Gotcha. Uh, if I go here, can I hear anything? Sure. So you put your ear to the door, and you hear absolutely nothing. Mm. Sounds clear on the other side of this door. Hmm. I'm going to walk over and uh, take a look as well, I suppose. I'm going to try to listen. Hey. You can make a check if you want. Yeah. All right. With your 25, you hear absolutely nothing. Okay. I guess we're going to go. Nice. I turn the handle and I open the door slowly. Okay. When turning the door, you find that it is not locked. And the door yeah. opens. That was really good, Matt. I'm impressed. And then I walk through the door, and what do I see? All right. So, um, again, just as a recap, these walls are, like, really high quality. They're real thick flagstone rock. So they were built the last millennia or lifetimes or whatever. Um, you see more of the same walls. As your character enters this room, thick dust covers the flagstones of this somber hallway. There's faux columns every 10 feet. And double doors at the west end of the hall are sheathed, sheathed in copper plate, now green with age. A relief carving of a mournful angel graces the doors. Hmm. Hey, uh, fellas, do you, uh, are, can I roll one of these, um, kegs down the hallway? I don't know if you're asking the fellas or me. Uh, hey, hey, guys, I think that they're, this hallway seems suspicious. It's very dusty and no one's been down here, but the oil lamps are full. Do you think that 
we should roll a barrel down the hallway to see if there's any uh, traps. Uh, I think that's a safe. Well, I think that's a little bit too uh, suspicious, don't you think? I think it'll be okay just to walk. By all means, uh, Toad Man, I will be right behind you. And he's not actually a Toad. Would you say you were last time, just so I can remember? Uh, I am a dwarf. A dwarf. Okay, thanks. Uh, dwarf Toad Man. Yeah. All right. So right now, I just have Romaine Letus and Gardas Tempest have entered that room. Uh, Reed's character took an action. Um, Hanny, would you like to take any actions or do anything? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I guess I'd follow through with the rest of them. Um, I did walk over when he mentioned the barrel, but since that was shot down, I leave it alone. Oh, got it, got it. All right. So you guys can move your characters accordingly. And just, uh, you know, tell us all what you're doing. Gotcha. I was going to take up the rear on this one, uh, especially because you said this was a smaller door. Is that right? Um... I don't remember it being smaller. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It looks like it's... a double door to me. Uh, the door that you, the first door you went through underneath the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come through. It's safe, but there's a hallway that we're in. Gotcha. And the hallway's a little bit bigger. The perfect size for a giant rock to come down and crush us. Or not. Okay, so right now, just Gardas and Romain are in that room. Urkov and Hanny, are you guys going to move your characters in, or do you want me to help move your characters in? Like I said, I was pulling up the rear, so I was waiting for Sildar and uh, Hanny to go. I'll put Sildar in there. There you go. Can you move mine, too? I... Yeah, sure. Hanny's in the room, and then Urkov, you're right there. We good? Oop. I tried moving, and then somebody else moved me. Yeah, I beat you to it, man. Too slow. All right. Gardas, you're just moving through the room, right? Okay, go ahead. All right, we'll stop you right there. So, um, a ton taking uh, about, you know, 20 feet steps into the room, about 20 foot away from the door. Uh, Gardas notices that the stones that, stone tiles that'll lay the floor are actually um, a false floor with breakaway timbers below them. Uh, the pile of tiles and timbers collapse. And um, he must make a dexterity save. All right. Okay, he throws a healthy Limber 17. Today. 19. And uh, is able to grab the edge right here at this corner. And you can just pull yourself out with that. All right. Good job, Indy. So it's just a dirt floor below him, but it is a 20-foot fall. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine that causing pain on a scale of 2 to 12, you know? Mm -hmm. If you were to fall on that. Well there, buddy. Yeah. Is the... Having fell 20 foot before, I can definitely say it was somewhere on a scale of 2 to 12. Now, is there... Um... Hey, I can't see that hole. Is the hole... Oh, here, let me see if I can draw over something on this side. Uh, 
I'll draw the shape. That's fine. Okay. You guys see my red square? Cool. That's a big. That's the false floor that broke out. We're we're gonna say it all just broke because I think for it to work that way, it would all just fall apart, right? Yeah, if it's one big piece or like a big trap, like a bunch of timbers across. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's a a ten foot by ten foot square for people who are not seeing it. Uh, in the hallway, it's what's keeping the players from getting to the double door with the angels encrusted on the end. There's still all these columns on the sides here. Uh, do, do you guys want to just throw the beds and stuff in here and just walk over it? Uh, if we well, can, certainly, that's a good idea. Um, on inspection of the beds, we find that they're 10 foot long. I'll give a percentage die to see if they would actually like bridge the gap or not. Nope. You guys got 29%. So they're just going to fall in the hole and they're not 20 feet high. Between all the barrels and the beds, I mean. Oh, okay. You're just loading the hole. That's fine. I, yeah. I heard, I thought uh, that maybe you were going to try to bridge the gap with the bed as a um, plank or whatever. Gang plank. No, I'm just saying chuck, chuck all this stuff in the hole and then it's filled. Yep, you guys could consider that. Uh, a character with any acrobatic skills could expect um, this to be a very simple acrobatics task. Urkov is just standing there as he watches Romaine Lettuce bring beds into the room with the rope in his Pivot. hands. Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> no, right, no, 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 no. Turn, turn, turn. My, no, my way. My left, my left, my left. <laughs> All right. As long as we don't get under like 30%, you have enough stuff to fill the hole, man. I'll let your character do that. There we go. Within 85%, as long as everyone just sits around and does nothing, Romaine Lita successfully fills the hole with crap. <laughs> <laughs> there was enough barrels of food. It looks like uh, about, I don't know, I'd call it 15 barrels, a couple boxes, oh, guys. and two beds. No, no, it was, um, it was light. Don't worry. He doesn't fill the whole entire hole. He just fills like a space here. So I'll draw like a, a gray hole or something here. Maybe something there like green. This is uh, the path that Romaine Letus has made for you guys to walk across. Erkoff puts his rope away. Thanks, Romaine. <laughs> it's a little shaky, but sore my legs. <laughs> and he just jumps the whole thing. All right, Hanny, roll your acrobatic save. Um, actually, I read the thing, and since my strength is twenty, I can just jump. Say I broad jump, no problem. You got it. You win. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So we do still gotta do a roll for this. Nope. Not if you're walking across. Uh, what's the same bridge? Nope. I'm walking. This right. bridge was made for walking. So you guys reach. Uh, these double doors. Is anyone going to do anything with them? Is there any writing or anything on there? Uh, there is not any writing. We're the healthiest one. Do you want to listen? Uh, sure. So I never went up to the door and I put my face against the cold green copper door to listen. Go ahead and make a perception check. Is that plus or minus? Yeah, it's plus. Four. Nice. 
Oh yeah, twenty-two. All right, with the twenty-two, you hear nothing. There's sounds like there's nothing on the other side too. All right, I'll open it up since I'm the one who put us here in the first place. Yes, we could always put all the barrels together. We'll uh, there's no more barrels left. Oh, oh man! You can take them out of the hole. Oh, my back hurts. All right. okay. Did I hear someone say that they opened up the door? Yep. Okay. Um, here, I'm going to open up some doors for fun. I like doing that. Let me switch over to the lighting layer real quick and rotate some doors. You guys aren't shutting doors behind you, or are you? I wasn't, no. Before I, do this. I was the last one through. I didn't. Oh, actually, yeah, no. I guess I, I was the last one through because uh, Romaine kept on going back and forth. Oh, what the heck is the rotate button again? I thought it was alt. Just because the nerd in me wants to know. Rotate. Item. Roll 20. Uh, holding the E key. All right. That makes more sense, I guess. E. That opens up the door. And I'll do that. Does that work? Yep. Cool. Now, for some reason, I can't select this other door over here. So, there we go. E key. All right, cool. That sucker's really hard to grab. I think they don't want you playing on the lighting layers. All right, I'm getting off the lighting layer before I break things. Object and token layer. We're back, boys. Gardas enters the room. Two large. Large stone sarcophagi stand within the dusty crypt, and propped up against each sarcophagus is a human skeleton clad in bits of rusty mail. False columns along the walls are carved in the image of spreading oak trees. The double doors in the southeast corner are sheathed in tarnished copper plate. So that's the doors you guys came through. That's fine. So the doors you guys came through through the same copper doors and there's three sarcophagi in here and on top of each sarcophagi a skeleton clad in bits of rusty mail okay um uh who is my no other doors yeah how there's tapped out are you on spells Oh, uh, I'm still doing fine. Would you like to make sure that these skeletons here don't decide to give us a less than friendly welcome? They appear to be dead. They could be undead. They're not moving. But we're not, not undead yet. Oh. Right now I only have Gardas in the room. Does anyone else want to move in? Oh yeah, I'll be right behind them. I told All right, go ahead and move your characters in. Sam, do you want me to move Hanny in? Uh, yeah, one more time, please. Okay, and now that everybody's out of the way, Urkov will pat cross the bridge because he didn't want to be stuck <laughs> near the bridge. Well, <laughs> yep, that's fine. That's fair. These doors are open, so all characters have entered the room. You've got three sarcophagi with skeletons. All right, I'm 
I don't see the problem, so I'm going to just start walking across the room. You All said right, there's doors over here? Oh. Yep. oh. As you get to that spot that Arkov's at, he's about 10 feet away from the door in the northeast corner of the room. The skeletons that are on each sarcophagus begin to move and animate to life. Go! Yeah, I called it, but... <laughs> I run over to... Well, now they would be undead. Not before. Fair enough. All right. Let me get these guys' uh, figures. Do, do, do. Out of my backpack, you know? Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember if I used the, my guiding bolts on last fight? Do not remember. I think you did. Yeah, I'm going to just assume that I did. It did. Okay. Do, do, do. Just making sure I have everything I need. All right, let's roll some initiative. So go ahead and just yell at me with what your initiative is, and I'll try to get them all in. Oh, we got a. Where's my dice? There it is. An eight. Got an 11. Oh. I put an eight for Hanny. I put an 11 for Gardas. <laughs> nice. A 21 for Romaine. Yep. That's right. All right, Romaine, where's your figure? Right there. I got to put you in first. Huh. Why can't I add you? Is it because you're not attached to a character sheet? You're not. Yeah, I... I... I tried to hit an initiative, and all of a sudden, I was like, "No, you can't do that." All right. Uh, should be good now. I connected you to a character sheet. There we go. All right, what'd you roll? Twenty-one. Cool. I got twenty-one in for a main, and I probably didn't get any of your number yet. That yeah, might not use the initiative thing. You updated. It's thirteen. Yeah. That's accurate. Yep. I right, call. Cool. Someone like. Scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. I'm yeah. assuming it's Jeremy. Boys. Jeremy. Short descending. Okay, Romaine, lead us. You start the round with the 21. No, I run up to my buddy. I'll protect you. And I swing at the thought. And does not <laughs> hit it? Uh, no, a nine does not hit. Ah! Oh. Oh, so and you, uh, his, yeah, his weapon crashes against the sarcophagus as he does it. That's what that noise was. Yeah. After Romine, you don't you're not taking any movement. You're just uh, moving up to the skeleton on the northeast corner and swinging at it. The one next to Urkov, right? Yeah, I moved next to Urkov to help protect him. Okay, Sildar's turn. Sildar will uh, move up to the skeleton that's recently animated. Uh, and he's gonna yell, uh, does anyone have a mace or something bludgeoning? All I have is this sword. And he's gonna swing with this sword. Sildar, there he is. Character sheet. Long sword. And the first roll is my actual roll. Which is a nine. It's not gonna do it. He swings and misses at the skeleton doing nothing. Use a torch. Okay. Yeah, maybe that'll be better. Or oh, actually, uh, I have a skeleton go mm -hmm. first. 
I gotta get like all my windows nice and small here. I've got too many for the skeleton for Sildar and stuff. If anyone wants to donate me a second screen. You want a second screen? I have an extra one. Yeah, I, I think my problem is I need something small and portable. Uh, I have something off my attic too, but... 24 inches or something, 21. Yeah, it's way too big. I was using my iPad last time we played, and that was like okay, but uh, with my Yeti on my desk, uh, it just feels like too much going on to have like an iPad right there too. But maybe I should just get my iPad. All right, anyway, I got everything set up, Reed, sorry. Skeleton. It's the yellow skeleton who rolled the highest initiative. He's in the northeast corner right next to Urkov. This skeleton has a short sword and a short bow along his back. The short sword swings. Swing! Hmm. And he gets a 15. Me or Romaine? Oh, on Urkov. Okay, yeah, misses. All right. His uh, simple undead mind is unable to process the second attack, and it would be Urkov's turn. Okay. Um, do do do. Urkov, mace attack on the yellow guy. Eighteen to hit. Yep, your mace connects with his bones. Seven damage. The seven damage does a large chunk, knocking one of his bones loose. He has one less bone. Oh man, he still has like how many of them? Two hundred. Um, forty-three in his case. Oof. Hmm. All right, Gardas, your turn. As long as our cops finished. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna help out on the one that Silver is attacking. So I'm gonna... go ahead and move your character. Five foot swing. I miss. I believe you. I got Any it. other actions? Um, you also sound pretty far from your mic for me. I don't know if you can get any closer. This will be better. Uh, um, Thank you. No worries. Um, I will... Well, I can't attack and use a spell, so there's nothing really else I can do here. All right, Hanny, it's your turn. All right. Um, Hanny, let's go down. Go on to the, the red sure. one. So we've got three characters picking up on one, one skeleton. Oh, you're going up to the blue one that's all by himself. Yeah. Wonderful. All right, yeah. Hanny. 24 Switch. HP, Hanny. Switch it up. Um, and I will swing. What Ooh, do you I swing? Got a um, battle axe. All right. Just wanted to be clear. I got a nat 20. I don't know if it matters. It does matter. It always matters. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Yay. And I followed it up with a confirm, which doesn't do the thing but. Yeah, that part doesn't matter. And then, uh, you know, my house rules are that you can take max damage or you can roll double damage with one modifier, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'm going to do... Um, I'll roll twice, but I also, as my racial ability, get to add another damage die. Yeah, that wouldn't be doubled in 5e. Um, any modifiers wouldn't be doubled, so we're not going to double any dice, too, like that. So that one will be a single die for your racial modifier, a double die for your damage dice. And a single modifier. Yeah. So I'll do uh, 3d8 plus my regular. That'll do it. Plus. Okay, cool. Uh, 20 damage. Okay. Uh, I mean, you scrape and split bone with your axe, but he is still standing. Cool. 
because your weapon unfortunately appears to not truly sunder through the is bone. It, is it a magical weapon or no? No. Okay. This is one of my characters. It wouldn't matter anyway if the damage vulnerability was bludgeoning, right? And vulnerability? Yeah, I guess in yeah. 5e the vulnerability is that it does double damage. Double damage. And everything else is just normal. Oh, okay. So it's not like they get half DR like the old game. It's not DR, it's just like extra damage. Okay, well then in this case, um, well, let's just do this. There's no blunders here. No worries. It's the Red Skeleton's turn. That's the one next to Sildar. He's able to if he had, huh? I want to use my reaction to make him do a disadvantage. All right, that's fine. So, how do you make him do a disadvantage? What's uh, the character flair? Oh, I go get away from him, and then I uh, use my shield to flash stuff in his eyes. All right, so the skeleton's undead eyes are affected by the torchlight of the sconces, and he has a hard time swinging at Sildar Hall Winter. He rolls. 16 and a 16 and he is able to connect with Sildar Hallwinter's chainmail. I do my best. It was fine. Dealing four damage to Sildar. Sildar is unfazed. And then it's the skeleton that Hanny just hit. As the skeleton swings back his arm to hit with a short sword, his arm disconnects and the rest of his body crumbles into dust. So we're going to zero out the skeleton that Hanny was fighting. Cool. I'm probably just going to put X's. I'm sick of doing everything else. All right. And remove him from the turn initiative. Romain, it is your turn. I smack the yellow one and say, get out of here, you bad guy, with a nine. You are unable to connect. I really hate your bed, and I keep breaking a sarcophagus. A sarcophagus is a strong stone, and you're unable to actually break through. Yeah, take that. All right, it's Sildar's turn. Sildar is going to swing at the skeleton in red. I forgot, Sildar has a parry. I was supposed to use that. My bad. Whatever. Sildar swings his longsword and is unable to... Oh, no, 13 matches. Connecting with the skeleton, slashing through the skeleton's bones for five damage. The skeleton is still standing. Okay, uh, Urkov, the skeleton next to you also attempts to take a large swing with his longsword. Mm -hmm. In stepping forward to complete his swing, his leg gives out. He falls off the top of the sarcophagus and breaks into pieces over top of you as the bones just kind of like fall. Oh. Because you also did not have bludgeoning, is that correct? No, I have bludgeoning. Oh. Hmm. Retroactively, he's still alive. Well, wait. Isn't bludgeoning double damage? Double damage? Then retroactively, he's still dead. Correct. If if, you know. if if bludgeoning is double damage, then he is definitely dead. Okay. Yes. Times two. Yes. So I, I I would like to keep what I said originally. Okay. Wonderful, yeah. Urkov. It's your turn. Uh. Uh. Okay. Ah. There's one. 
Um, uh, carefully step on sarcophagus. That's fine with me. Okay. So Urkov uh, takes a 10-foot dash, jumps up on top of the sarcophagus, or carefully steps up on the sarcophagus next to the only skeleton alive, swings in a miss. Gardas Tempest, our dwarf friend, is ready it's to attack. Is he not there? I'm here. All right, in five seconds. Oh, I was going to say, in five, you lose your turn because of six it's seconds in a round, but yeah. you made it. I'm attacking the same skeleton that I did earlier. Still far away from the mic, though. I'm going to give you a disadvantage due to the distance. Oh. Jeremy's my little brother, so it's not me. It's just brotherly love. Brotherly harassment. 16. That's salty. A 16 hits. All right. 1d10 plus... Bludgeoning? Uh, one second. Sure. Are you talking to me or your waifu? You. Okay. Um, we don't add strength point five, right? In this, this edition, there's no point five for All double-handed. Right, cool. Then it's uh ten. ten okay. Damage. Using his insert weapon here, warhammer, warhammer, which is probably bludgeoning, right? Yes. Yeah, you shatter this thing. To pieces. There's bone dust in the air. Saldar, Sildar Hall Winter starts coughing. Nice. I'll take it. All right. We don't actually need the real cough, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, the three skeletons appear to be the only threats in the room. They are dead. Um, you smash through the top of the sarcophagus, Gardas, and you notice that inside the sarcophagus that you smashed through as you killed this uh, skeleton, there are. Um, is bone and scraps of clothing moldering bones and scraps of clothing gross <laughs> dirty undead nasties okay. the game is yours well that takes care of that uh shall we proceed Why are there why are there undead sarcophagus in a bandit hideout? Well, they have uh, to their home somewhere. It was not a bandit hideout. It was a noble's house. And then the bandits took it over. But they probably now is it dusty in here too? It is know? not. This room is regularly traveled. So why is this room regularly traveled? But the hallway we went to was super dusty. I do not know. Hmm. Interesting, but, right? That's like hmm. people walk into this room, stop, and then turn around. So there might be more people past these doors. Yeah. That would be good. And why would they attack us if they don't attack other people? Hmm. Interesting. Are there, like, controlled. are there anything that we is there something that we could pick up on the sarcophagus or are they okay is anyone going to examine a sarcophagi yes of course the stone lid of each sarcophagus is carved to depict the person entombed within two have human males and one a human female all of noble bearing based upon their, their dress 
Would you like to uh, inspect some more? Uh, please. Give me an inspection of some type or perception or whatever you got. Something wisdom based. Or... Uh, I think it's investigation is the intelligence one. So... That's fine. Yeah, whatever you want. A two. Okay. Uh, you notice that these bodies have been dead for likely only 80 to 120 years. Hmm, these people oh, are no. deader than dead. Nod, nod, nod. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not interested in defiling the graves of the dead, especially because they are not associated, as far as I can tell, with the Red Baron bandits, whatever their name is. So I would like to proceed. Sure, but why would there be skeletons on top of a sarcophagi? Guardians of the sarcophagi? Guardians of the galaxy, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. We never buried our dead in our village. Does no one ever died in your village? Well, they're not buried. They're just chilling. All right, we can go if, if we're not interested in them. There's a door right in the top uh, northwestern and the northeast corner of this room. Same doors we always have. And you can go forward? Or did I walk through a wall? Okay, we've got to be careful about walking through walls here. That is right. a wall. This is the door right here, Hanny. Uh, Hanny is going through the northwest west yes. corner door. I'm fine with all that. Okay. He enters into a small hallway with absolutely nothing in it and finds another door. It's about 15 foot, 5 foot wide hallway with a 10 foot high roof. I'd like to go in. Urkov is, uh, okay. wants to inspect this door over here when he gets a chance. Uh, one sec. Uh, yep. Hanny, the door to this room is locked from the outside. Oops. Uh, okay. I'll go back and see if there's a key next to the sarcophagus. Okay. Find a key. You're inspecting one of the sarcophagi, or you're inspecting one that's already open, or are you inspecting one that's closed? Um, whichever one is closed. I'll take the first one when I walk in. Okay, so it is a closed sarcophagi. There is nothing on the outside of it, just all stone. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll open it. Okay, you're able to slide the top off of the sarcophagi. You find uh, similar cloth. Deteriorated and bone deteriorated. Give me an investigate check. Okay. Ooh. Um, 16. Okay. With a 16, you are able to find that there is a silver signet ring that appears to be uh, well crafted amongst the bones and the scraps of what you call it. Okay. Oh, you like that? Does it say anything about what the signet looks like? Hmm. It is similar to the walls. You know how we have the branching, what's called as a signet of uh, uh, roots. Other oh, roots. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, hey guys, guys, look at this uh, cool I, ring. I shouldn't have said silver. I should have said platinum. Ooh. Hey guys, look. I got this shiny ring. Hmm. And again, because it's hard to find these notes later, Sam. The platinum ring in your inventory or you should probably just say like uh, DGP next to it. You got it. 
Damn, man, I was looking for a key, but I found this instead. That's rough. All right, let's get someone else to turn. Uh, would anyone else like to take oh, an action? Wants, uh, get the door. Yep. The northeast door? Okay, the northeast door, as you up, get close to it, you find the handle is unlocked, or it's, you know, the door itself is not locked. Okay, I open it. Okay, wonderful. Uh, as you open it, two red brand ruffians will attack you. Oh, no. That's the way to go. So let me open up the door on the lighting Squawk. layer real quick. Squawk. I'm just going to take the door and do this, personally. Squawk. I like that. I could rotate it. Does it really add that much effect to rotate? Let me check real quick for fun. Yeah, I mean, if you opened it that way, this guy would have to move. I don't know. I'm just going to move the door altogether to make my life easier. Cool. All right, let me get back on my layer I need to be. I am going to put them at the top of the initiative with Urkov. I guess Urkov into things. So everyone give me some new initiative. <clears throat> 13. Hey, we have a red red brand initiative, and we have a blue one, just for the sake of us tracking who we're talking about. Mm -hmm. 17. Uh, they're at the top of the initiative. I have a 13 for who? Guards. Guards got a 13. 17 for Hanny. What else do I got? Uh, Matt and I are both already updated. Okay, cool. And Sildar got a roll. He's updated. Let's sort. Descending. And I'm just throwing the ruffians at the top. For a surprise round mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, for a surprise round, I mean, does that mean it just starts over after that and they're at the bottom after they take their action? Does that make sense? Usually yeah, they get to go and then they add it to the initiative. Right, then they'll keep their five and three then. They'll just go first to start and then mm -hmm. end up cool. at the end. All right, cool. So um, this Red Rain Ruffian is going to jump back with his bow drawn and shoot his little short bow at you. Classic Red Brand behavior. Hopefully we're used to it yep. at this point. Scroll. Oh, I apologize. These guys do not have short bows. They have short swords. Okay. Well, they'll do the movement thing with 5e and kind of move in front of you and then dodge to the left, but still stay in your what you call it. So one red man's going to come into the doorway. He's going to swing, swing. I'm just going to throw his dice at you twice. Mm -hmm. First roll is a 14. Nope. Second roll is a nat 1. All right. He moves back here. Next one rolls in. Swing. That should be a 19, yep, it... I think. Yeah, 19. All right. I opened up Osu. Osu? Click the circles. All right, stop. Get me out of Osu. Has anyone played Osu besides me? me? Are you any good at it? I find it to be like the hardest oh, game in the world. Oh, it's so hard. It's kind of like that weird DDR thing where it's like you've got to just get it or you don't get it. Kind of, yeah, I get that. All right, second roll. Nat 20. All right, so the first swing is able to connect with you. One of the Red Bear Ruffians completely just biffs it up and does no damage and mm -hmm. misses completely. Um, he's a bit off kilter. The second Red Bear Ruffian, though, has Urkov as his mark and uh, pierces with the first swing for 
five damage and then pierces with the second swing for another eight dealing 13 damage to urkov okay the, uh, causing blood loss the second swing i'm going to use my stone endurance for okay so the 13 gets halved or something uh i, I reduce it by oh that's a d20 that's not set up correctly okay one second let me roll it it's a 1d12 plus it's uh dr 1d12 plus two that's is what cool. it basically is yeah it's fun so 13 is the number to reduce you took your initial damage though uh just a yeah yeah yeah. that's what i was gonna say sorry yep cool um i gotta update it but i do take that uh, okay that's great okay i rolled Um, a one so you took five from the first strike and then you reduced the second strike by three taking another 10 so you took 13 15 total is that right yep Mm -hmm. and i'm down to 10 yep Urkov's HP shows the 16 out of 16. Uh, that's my something. My, my red was my HP. Ah, uh, okay, that's fine. My bad. I'm looking at the wrong column. That's fine. Yeah. What was my 16? I'm not sure what my 16 was. So the the green bar is supposed to be a health bar. Oh, is it? Yeah. At least when uh, it comes to the way they build out the tokens. Okay. So if you want to swap it, just so I can stay consistent here. Anyone else who's using their green bar as something other than their HP, if we can swap it to their HP, that's the bar that I see above your character that shows like how much health you have. So it's helpful to see that one. Gotcha. I appreciate it. So I know whether or not I'm attacking another character other than your character that round. LOL. (laughs) LOL is he. All right, Hanny. It is your turn. Urkov is blocking the doorway to get to these ruffians, but you can take movement through him, but you could not stop your movement inside of Urkov to attack the ruffian that's currently blocking the doorway to enter the space beyond. Right, and we found out last time that shooting through him is like a plus two to their AC or something. Sounds good to me. Let's just play that role. Mm. Uh, I guess that's the best thing to do. So I will switch my... Battle axe for a longbow and attempt to make a shot. Okay, wonderful. I got a nine. All right, your nine is unable to connect with their uh, studded leather armor and high dexterity. It's my turn. Arkov, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to activate my. Uh... What do you call it? Um, orders domain demand. So, uh, everybody, or those guys, enemies within thirty foot that can see and hear me, see or hear me, are charmed on the will save, uh, wisdom save. So uh, I'm making the wisdom save thing again. Yep. Mm-hmm. The blue guy rolls a a one. He is charmed. He cannot attack you, is that right? Or takes disadvantage on Yeah, he cannot you? attack me, and I can have him immediately drop his weapons, which I will do. Okay, second guy rolls a one. Okay. I've been with the negative one, not sure. that one. So both of them are charmed with them, drop their only short Until sword. my next turn or until is damaged. Just so. Wonderful. And I will back up out of the doorway. Okay. Uh, Artist Tempest. Urkov backs away quickly and moves away from the door. There's two, two ruffians standing there, dazed, without their short swords in hand. Well, I guess I'm going to vaporize one. <laughs> okay. Um... Curtis, 
moves to see the open door, I guess, to have a clear view directly into the two ruffians that are uh, oh, lined up like bowling pins. I guess right here. Sounds good to me. You got a searing light? Yeah, no, just guiding bolt. Okay, gotcha. I mean, you know, why not, right? Uh, does a 20, 24 hit? A 24 does hit, surprisingly. Yay. Um, so 46. Yeah. Let's see the numbers. Yeah. Nice. I appreciate that. He's able to roll two sixes, a four and a two, dealing 18 damage to each red brand ruffian. This is enough to knock. Oh, just one. The first red brand ruffian is knocked out. Unconscious with the guiding bolt. Going through his ear out the other side. All right. Did you just blow his mind? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gardas, are you taking any movement after you're getting bolt? Uh... Yeah, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna approach into the doorway where that corpse is. Okay, Gardas ends his turn on top of the corpse. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Right in front of the red brand's face, Romain Letus, It's your turn. Get 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 out of here! In the room. He dashes into the room. He uh, notices when he enters the room that this is a caged room. There is a woman to his left behind a caged steel door. And on the other side, there's two young girls behind a similar cage. There's trash and debris in the corner in the middle of the room. The red band ruffian is right next to him without any sword in hand, looking dazed. Does a 16 hit? The 16 connects with the red band ruffian. Be gone, thought. I do 10 damage. Dealing 10 damage, the Red Ruffian is still standing. He seems to gain his wits and uh, looks at him in disdain, looks at Romain in disdain. Would you like any more actions? Uh, no. Sildar's turn. What's going on in there? He enters in, wraps around the character, pulls his longsword as well, swings it at the Red Baron Ruffian, and is unable to connect for any damage. The ruffian who is dead does nothing. The ruffian who is standing will swing at Gardas right in front of him with two swings of his short sword. Rolling a 7 and a 13, neither of which connect. Hanny, it's your turn. It's all hacks. All right, um, we'll move into town, move into thing, and stand next to Gardas and swing with our axe this time. Mm, Getting 11. I assume it's a miss. 11 does not hit. And uh, that would be my turn. Alright, just so I get this room correct, now that most characters are in it, it's a long room partitioned into three 
areas with iron bar bars walling off the north and south. Filthy straw lines the floors of those cells, the hinged doors of which are secured by chains and padlocks. A pair of disheveled human women are held in the cell to the south, while a human boy is confined to the north. So I had that mixed up. I thought this was the uh, daughter and the mother, but it's actually a human boy up to the north and two women down to the south. Um, all are dressed in plain gray tunics and have iron collars fitted around their necks. A heap of discarded clothing is what's piled carelessly against the far wall where I said there was debris. All right, Hannah, your turn's over. Hannah's turn's over. Urkov, it's your turn. Uh, Urkov will cast heal. Okay. Uh, I just realized I didn't add it to my uh, token actions. There we go. Boink. Six. Cool. Urkov is able to heal himself for six HP. Any other actions? Um, I will move into the room. Two, five, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. I'll hang on here. Artists, it's your turn, but at this point, the Red Brand Ruffian is surrounded on almost all sides. There is a large pile of debris behind him of clothes. Uh, you know, it's a pretty tall pile, actually, so it's not just the clothes of the people in this room. Uh, he is going to scream, uh, I surrender. It's your turn, Gardas. Gardas, are you still there? Mute. Yes. Well, I'm okay with him surrendering. Um, I'm going to at least roll insight to make sure that he's actually surrendering, I guess. Nah, never mind. I trust that he's surrendering. All right. Then I'm going to tell him to open up the cells. Okay. Okay. Anything you say, man. He is able to... Let me check real quick to make sure that he has a key to these. Hold on. I'm bashful. When I walk out of the room. Hey, Roman Lydis leaves the room. Right, see you guys. See you. Hey, Matt. Oh, night. Oh, good night. Oh, okay. Uh, so Roman Lydis leaves the room and the characters do not know where he goes, but he disappears somewhere. Very bashful. No problem. Very bashful. Thanks, Matt. See you. Um, so I'm actually, I'm just standing guard. I, I don't have keys to these doors. Who has it? Uh, Glassstaff has them. Who's that? Uh, you know, he's the guy in charge of us. What do you know about him? He does magic and stuff. Okay, the staff is made out of glass. Where is he? So, just just oh, to man. clarify, he left you in charge of the prisoners without the keys. Well, you know, we just are staying to watch right now. We're not the ones to let Who them in and out. Let's them in and out. I don't know, some other guy. Uh, when does he come by? In a while. 
Right, so my question is, where is Glasgow? Okay, um, look, if I answer that question, can I leave? No. What happens if I don't answer that question? We knock you out. But you don't kill me, you just leave me unconscious? Yes. Hmm. Let me see how I feel about that. Uh, I'll take the knockout. <laughs> I'm going to use this way to get him to give uh -huh. us more information. It 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 failed. All right, <laughs> who wants to slap him? I will. Okay. Okay. I'll stop. Do I just get an auto hit? Uh, I mean, he's not ready for combat right now. So sure, go ahead, roll some damage. You're bludgeoning him, or are you just like killing him? Yeah, yeah, bludgeoning him. Four damage. All right. Ow, that really hurt, man. He's still standing. What the heck? Uh, I swing again. Okay, <laughs> you knock him unconscious with that. That was harder than I thought. All right, he, he falls into the pile of clothing and is unconscious. So, uh, we tie him up now, right? Yeah, I yeah. guess that works. I think we should do that. All right. Um, so this is, I think this is Wizard's fault. Just we're on the same page. Um, mm -hmm. Human boys confront. It says right here that the um, the three human commoners imprisoned here are Myrna Dendrier and her two teenage children. 13-year-old Nars and 18-year-old Nilsa. Um, I don't know. Maybe she's... No, Nars and Nilsa are down here, which means Mirna's up north. Yeah, Wizards messed this up. I was right the first time, by the way. There is a woman up here and two children. They say literally in the description here that the um, a pair of disheveled human women are held in the south and a human boy is confined to the north, but that's not true. The one to the north is a mother and the two to the south are two daughters. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. You let us out of here? I suppose. Kidding. Yes, of course. Okay. So without a key, you're going to have to make a strength check or use thieves tools. Um, I may have tools. Negative. You can try to break it. Can I use like the... Um... Short sword or something, or I just want a strength check. Uh, just go for a strength check. Okay, cool. So um, you pry with your short sword and. I got a twenty-two. A twenty-two is a successful DC to brute force the lock open. So which one did you do, north or south? Uh, it looks like I am at the south. All right. So you uh, let the two children out, and they're free. Cool. And I guess I'll try the same thing up top. Okay, Bjorn explains that while you're doing this. Um, about a few days ago, the Red Brands murdered my husband, Thel, for defying them. 
Uh, that night the gang returned and abducted me and my daughters from our home. They said they were planning to sell us into slavery. Thank you so much for rescuing us. We don't know much about the Red Brand hideout. We're is that the boss is a wizard, though we have not seen him. Uh, he's tall and furry, with big ears. Did like you say there? furry? Actually, sorry, I apologize. He has a henchman who is tall and furry with big ears working for him. He's a bugbear. Oh, what was his name? Clark? Go ahead and see if you get this thing open real quick. Oh, sure. Uh, that one, I rolled an 18. Hey, it did not break uh, open. You, you can get me out, correct? I have nothing to offer you as a reward, but um, I might know where a valuable heirloom is lit hidden if you can get me out as a way of compensation. Yeah, just give me a minute. There we go. 24. Wonderful. I love this. All right. So after a couple uh, attempts of breaking the lock, he is able to break uh, Mirna's lock. So um, when I was a young girl, dead overran the place, we had an urban alchemy shop inside of which there is a case containing an emerald necklace. Um, underneath a section of storage shelves. I never dared to return to retrieve it. The shop was in the southeast part of Thunder Tree. So if you decide to ever explore the ruins of Thunder Tree, you should be able to find that emerald necklace in that location. Emerald tree. Underneath the storage shelves in their alchemy shop. She said a lot of words really fast. Well, she is out of it. It's crazy. Okay. okay. They are free. Is, is is it safe for us to head back to town? Uh, we didn't go past the bar thingy. There might be more red barons there. Red brains there. So how can we get out of here? I don't want to stay here any longer oh. if I don't have to. Oh, my daughters, hugs, kisses, yay. Great acting, Ben. 10 out of 10. Thank you. We'll do it again. Are you guys escorting them out? What are you guys doing with them? Are you going to bring them with you on your adventure? Definitely not that. No, I, we can walk them out. Okay, wonderful. Mirna, Nilsa, and Nars are led to the entrance, and they escape. Good cool. job. Success. Alright, you guys are in this holding cell. You know about the hallway with the locked door. You have not found any keys. You also know that the way that you took here was covered in dust, so it's not regularly traversed. Um, but at this current point, you have found everything that the naked eye can see. So, I don't know what you guys want Is there like do. a padlock that I can break through with that locked door? Or is it made out of wood? You could try to pick the lock if you have thieves' tools. No, I just strength it. No, you're unable to strength it. Is it a metal door? Uh, back to the definition of the door. All doors are made of wood with iron handles, hinges, and built-in locks. A locked door can be picked with thieves' tools. It could also be broken down with a strength check. All right, so you're going to try to break down this well, door? Well, I guess I should. Tanning? I'll look at the group. Yeah. yeah. Did we find a key yet? 
Nope. That we know of. Shall we look for a key? Nope. Okay. Getting some split reactions here. <laughs> Garda yeah, said sure, and Urkaf said no. It looks like Urkaf's at the door right now. Yeah, I'm Urkav. ready to muscle it down with you. Yeah, you're a big guy too, so. Okay, the yeah. two of you working together will get advantage. Go ahead, Urkov and Hanny. Each roll a die. We'll take your higher of the two. Add strength. Four. Add strength. Strength. Add strength. 14. Got an eight. Uh, even with the two of you pushing on the door, you're unable to bust this door open. I think we need to go find the key. Just mm -hmm. hmm. I mean, I guess I could give it a shot. Yeah. Hey, Hannah gives it one more push against the door. Is that what you're saying, or by giving it a shot? Uh, I meant to give it a shot to look first. Okay, sure. All right, yeah. go ahead and let me know where you guys want to investigate. Just tell me where you're investigating. Uh, investigate both of the red brands to make sure they don't actually have any keys on them. Okay. You uh, successfully look over their bodies with your net 20 and do not find any keys. Okay. Can I take a 20 on the re remaining uh, sarcophagus? Uh, so you've checked this sarcophagus, Hanny, where I moved your character. You're going to check this one now? Yeah, because I think there's one that we didn't look okay. at. Well, you haven't gone through two of them, technically. Oh, okay. Okay, you find a matching signet ring inside this one as you carefully go through the ash and the whatever. You go to the next one and find another matching platinum signet ring. You now have three platinum signet rings. Cardus, what would you like to do? Here, I think you might be muted. Uh, I'm going to look in the last one that hasn't been checked, or have we checked them all? Uh, actually, I just let Hanny go through all three of them. Okay, so we only have two signet rings. We need the last one. That's probably on the box. We have three. We have three. Yeah, I have all three. Okay. Then... I'm also out of ideas. Those aren't going to be... Those aren't the key, so... Probably not. I don't think... I think that was in... Yeah. This is an actual keyhole. Yeah, so... Correct. These signets do not appear to fit in the locks. Whoever feels like they want to wear a ring, go ahead. And I say we go check out the rest of this place. Okay, so where do you want to investigate, Gardas? Um. Well, yeah, I guess I'll admit that I don't know where we can look. Um. Wait, did we check the clothes? Okay, you can look through the clothes. You notice that there's a large pile, but there's nothing of note in them. Okay. Urkov has silently wandered back to the room with the beds in it and is can doing another sweep through that room. Mm -hmm. Does everyone have a, a passive wisdom score of 15? Yeah, 16, and Jeremy should have something high. Uh, yeah, I've got 16 as well. Right, that's what I want to know. That's fine. So, uh, in that room, Urkov, you find nothing of note. Okay. And where else are you guys walking? Just, I guess, walk around the place and I'll. He goes around the cistern here. 
back up the staircase. Urkov sees nothing. I'm gonna okay, as Urkov heads uh, south of the cistern mm -hmm. to that corner. Urkov does notice that the stone of the wall in the uh, southwest corner of the cistern room is a different color than the rest of the stone. All right, I uh, walk over and kick it. Okay, um, they swing open on hidden iron hinges and are not locked. So let me swing that open real quick. Okay, um, so back to the rest of the party, you know, was anyone necessarily following him or were you guys looking around different places? Uh, Gardas, you're up in the cell up there. You notice nothing interesting. Where else are you moving, Gardas? Uh, I guess I'm going to join back with everyone else, really. Okay, you come back in the room with Hanny here. Hanny and Gardas, you guys going to go look for Urkov, I guess? Hanny would have gone back to the door. The uh, main door? Uh, the locked okay, are, door. Are you going to investigate that area? Uh, I can, sure. I was just going to punch it again, but... Alright, if, if you have no intentions of investigating as you're role-playing, then go ahead and just punch it. That's fine. Yeah, strength check. Eight. Good. Mm -mm. Yeah. At this so, point, um, I think your character's given up hope of being able to break it himself, just so we don't roll into it ad infinitum. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and then I guess I would have wandered around after that. Okay. So, your wisdom is not high, so your wandering doesn't lead to anything naturally. Gardas, where what... are you... Heading I was, I was uh, in 16. Gonna go look for everyone else, I guess. I'm gonna be over here. Okay, you guys notice that when you enter the room with the cistern, there is a... Oh, you have a wisdom of 16? I do, yeah. Alright, uh, sorry. Real quick, Kenny. You're gonna stay up here real quick. Uh, so, in the north corridor by the locked door, uh, you turn around after being... feeling like uh, this wall is never, ever going to break. And you notice that this wall also... Uh, well... For your character uh, appears to be a different shade than the rest of the walls okay so if i like push it or something does your character choose to push it yes it is all right as you push it this is what occurs the door swings open on iron hinges punching it always works i okay. enter and let's stop there for a second let's just put you right here for now mm-hmm uh, I'll read what happens in your room, and then I'll uh, update Urkov where he's at, and Gardas is walking towards the open door here. So let me get everyone just kind of set up here. So I'm going to read Hanny's first. Hanny, uh, this is a more natural built room that you can peer into. It almost looks like a cavern. The one that you're in has stone walls. Um, the, the finished part that you're in is in a black stone with a flagstone floor. Several barrels are stored against the walls here, along with a number of empty crates, straw for packing, hammers and pry brawlers and nails are found on top of these. Uh, the cavern that your character has dark vision and can see pretty deeply into continues for a long way down to the south. Uh, and there's some drop-offs and pits there from what you can see. Hmm. So I'm going to leave you there for now, and then let's hop over to what Urkov sees. Mm -hmm. So Urkov, your character, uh, notices a long hallway 
Uh, uh, about 25 feet long that traverses to a dead end, quote-unquote. Are you going to traverse towards that hallway? Yep. Okay, it turns off to the right. Guarded uh, similarly follows. Uh, another dead end then leads to the left, to the west, and you are in a large natural cave. Um, there's a cold breeze that feels fills this natural cavern, carrying with it a scent of decaying flesh. There's a large crevasse that's able to be seen, uh, dividing the cavern in the middle, with two rough stone columns that support the 20-foot-high ceiling and two arched wooden bridges uh, that you can see based on my view of your character as you enter that large cavernous space. Mm. Oh. Hi. You're here. Yes. Artist is behind Arkov. Where's Hanny and Sildar? Um, That's a good question about Sildar. Where the heck is he? All right, Sildar, I'm just going to roll a D100. Anything over 50, he's heading towards Hanny's direction. Anything under, he's heading towards your guys' direction. Should be a D100 option, right? There we go. 83%. Um, so I think under 50 was Sam. The other 50 is the other way. So Sildar catches up to guard staff. On here. Hey, why are you guys running? I'm not. I just happened to find him. Oh, my mistake. Okay, so Sildar, Gardas, and Urkov are in the southeast corner of this large cavern, and Hanny unknowingly is in the northeast corner of this large cavern in a more finished space. Hanny, would you like to take any actions? Um, yeah, I'd like to continue exploring. Um, these are the same barrels and stuff that I've seen before. So these are actually a little different. Oh, then I'd like to investigate them. Okay, you notice these are filled with beaver pelts. Okay. okay. Which um, are somewhat valuable. There's about 30 beaver pelts here. Okay, good to know. I will move on from that. Okay, so you enter south into the cavern. You now see the two large, what you call it? The two large uh, bridges that I had spoken about when describing the area. And, uh, yep. Stop right there for a second for me, sorry. I was going to say, if it looks safe, I, was, I would continue to cross. Yes, so stopping at the bridge, I just need to make sure I'm clear on how this works. Hmm. Okay, the bridges are made of wooden planks and have no rails. The south one that you can see is rigged um, with a little bit less support than the north one that you're currently talking about crevasse, uh, going across. The crevasse that the bridge goes over is steep-sided, 5 to 10 foot wide and 20 feet deep. There's rough walls down there. Okay, if um, I have any doubt about the integrity of the bridge, I'm just going to jump over it. Okay, this bridge you have no doubt about. The one down to the south you have some doubt about. Okay. It just looks 
Shrek. Yeah, well, this one I'll just walk over there. Okay, yeah, go ahead and cross over. Okay. All right, and that should enter you into the site of Urkov. Urkov, can you see Hanny over there? No. Oh, I mean, he. I see something out in the distance. It's very, very dark and in shadows. That's fair. So um, there's some movement out in that open cavern that Urkov is able to see. Urkov, Gardas, and Sildar, what are you guys doing? Uh, uh, moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see the rest of this cavern. Um, actually, with your natural wisdom, you notice that this bridge that crosses over here appears to be uh, very shoddily made gotcha. um, or shoddily upkept. It occurs to me that I should probably start being inconspicuous and sneaking because there's some unknown entity in over in the other corner. So I will roll. Okay, Hanny, uh, also roll a um, perception check. Roll 1d20 plus zero. I'm rolling Soldars right now. Gotcha. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> okay, Soldars is an Urkov with his what's called Hanny Jewel, like a 10 or something. Oop, I rolled a six. All right. Well, surprisingly enough, Hanny, you still notice Urkov in the corner with your dark vision. Can you see him or no? Yeah, I can see him. Right. I'm like, so Urkov. Against the wall, like sliding, not you know, who's <laughs> sliding against it, making noise. Okay, Gardas, what did you get? <laughs> I got a perception. No, no, uh, yeah. it would be a dexterity oh, check. 19. All right, well, all you see is Urkov, technically. So you're making me get hit. <laughs> no, Hanny, all Hanny sees is Urkov. That's all I'm pointing out. Yeah. Oh, I okay. Um. I mean, I don't think anything of it. I'm just continue. I would continue just walking around. Okay. Go ahead and move your characters a bit. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait, wait, guys. Okay, I think uh, that. Can you move your character back ten feet? Guys, it's Hanny. Oh hi. Hey, wait back. Hey. Oh, shoot. Control uh, bang. Uh, control Y. I don't know. Uh, you guys can... Sorry, I, just, I moved the map back, so I was on the wrong layer. I actually wasn't looking at my screen at the moment, so I didn't see anything. All right. So uh, you guys notice Hanny. Hanny notices you guys. You stop uh, stealthing. Yeah. Yeah. Stealthing I was never stealthing either. The other characters, I mean. Um... Hanny, go ahead and give me a perception check. Ooh, a 22. So, Hanny, in this corner down here, maybe I'll just move him to the layer. Uh, Let me pull this up to make sure I get this right. All right. Um, a baleful eye peers out of the darkness. It's gleaming, hinting at a weird intelligence and unnerving malevolence. Um, it's watching you, and uh, it's unmoving. He wants to suck your blood. Mm. Okay. Uh, I call out to it. And uh, also reach for the handle of my axe, I guess. 
Okay, so you hear within your head as you call out, what are you doing here? I'm going to whisper. Uh, looking for the leader of the Red Bands. <laughs> Have you food? Some. Yeah. What food have you? I have some traveler's food. Not good enough. Mm. Give me more food. Come Healing back. potion? Ooh, I take potion. You give me potion? Yeah. Put it down. I'll put the potion in the square for me. Back up. So Handy's character backs up towards the bridge. The uh, large-eyed creature moves up, grabs the potion, quickly scurries back behind its pillar. Gardas and Urkov, you guys can make a perception check to see if you notice this creature as he moves from behind the pillar that's blocking your current line of sight to it. Mm -hmm. Perception, right? Mm -hmm. 24. Okay. So Gardas... Um... 41. Wonderful. So you both... Um... See, I don't know. We'll call it humanoid because it has arms and legs. It has a large scaled back, large singular mouth of a human with teeth. Um, scatter across the floor, scatter across the floor, I guess. Grab this thing off the ground and then run back behind the pillar where it's hidden from your sight. Uh, but it's talking in handy again in telepathy, so you guys would not have any access to the conversation going on here. Gotcha. Good, good, good. I can let you pass for this. Uh, should you wish to give me more, I can give you more. Can you tell me where uh, glass? Oh, of course, is? I I know I know everything. Oh. What what, uh, what, 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 what will you you give me? <laughs> hmm. Look at my my pockets. Is uh, yeah, I, like I vibe too. What did you say? I'm getting that vibe too. Yeah, um, I have a signet ring. I have no need of such things. Do another potion. Mm. I could, I'll put another potion down, and I guess I'll back up. Or I'll put it down the same square and back up again. He uh, skitters over, grabs a potion, runs back to his safe corner. What is Hanny doing? I don't know. Didn't you see something? Yeah, something really weird. Yeah, you guys hear a cackle of laughter. <laughs> do we know that it came from across the bridge? Yes, you do. Okay. It's not a telepathic uh, laughter. Right, right. Uh, uh, should we call out to it? Uh, excuse hey, me. Oh, okay. Tell your friends to go away. Tell them to leave. He says that in telepathy to Hanny. 
Okay, I uh, like shh, and wave my hand at at Gardas. Okay. Erkoff waves back. And we have a shushing motion. Okay, shoo. And that is an insult in my native language. That is a very rude gesture. Well, he did it anyway. <laughs> I don't know that. You just said something terrible about my parents. Okay, Cardus moved a little bit about to the south. Urkov is contemplating the wrong done to him. And uh, this creature is going to speak to Hanny. You want to learn more about glass staff? I see. Well, a bit, just a tiny bit. Just go up to the north, a little to the south, but straight up. You will find him. Uh, is there anything else I should know about him? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not who you think he is. Jokes on you. I don't know who to think anyone is. So. Hmm. Watch out for the black spider. And the uh, creature is then going to skirt her down into the pit. Gardas and Urkov, are you going to take any actions as he enters the pit? Uh, uh, uh. A character who can see this, I guess, whatever. He uh, scurries into the unknown. Into the unknown. Oh, that was weird. Hmm. So, uh, what was that? I have no idea. Should we be concerned? Uh, <laughs> uh well, um, he actually didn't give me his name. But he did tell me that Glassstaff is to the north of us, and we'll find him. Oh, and he said also, uh, beware or watch out for the Black Spider. Okay. Well, I guess that's enough to go off of. Oh, good. I'm glad you have to think that. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, we go up, right? Yeah. That's all I got. It seems yeah. good. Oh. <laughs> so all characters head north. Woo! They are able to catch up to uh, where Hanny originally entered. And can see the opening in the northeast here. The things of pelts. This well kept bridge is able to be traversed. I should have asked him for a key. And he tells them it's saved. Oops. Uh, yeah, that would have been nice. Okay. Oh, the characters right. like to do anything else? I just kept on walking up. Okay. You find a room. Uh, you find a secret door that's been opened that connects to the door that was uh, locked that you guys were unable to barrel through. You find pelts. Hey. Oh. Are you investigating strongly, or what is your character doing? Hanny. I went north, and I don't see no glass guy. There's a glass, or a, a door, maybe, up here. Are you guys ready? It sounds like we oh. need to fight, fight somebody. That's, that's not north. That's northwest. I mean, above my intelligence level, but from his perspective... 
Yeah, the All carriages right. are entered into a small hallway with stairs that descend down about 15 feet. Urkov appears to be leading the charge. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Urkov is walking down the stairs to the bottom and finds two doors, one to the north and one to the south. I'm ready. I was told to go north. Urkov is going north. I'm trying to keep you from going off the map. Hanny, yeah. keep picking. Up. All right, Hanny also heads down the stairs. Gardas heads down the stairs, and Sildar leads up the back. You have a north door and a south door. Cobb, north door, north door. I was told to go north. Okay, one second. Let me check it out. Hmm. That many spiders? No way. <laughs> okay, you did not ask to check the door beforehand, right? Nope. Okay, wonderful. All right, you open up the door. Let me open that for you guys. Because I like the doors actually being opened. I think it's fun. Dynamic lighting layer. Click. E. Roll. And then move. Come here, you sucker. It's so hard to move these things. Can I use my keys? No. There we go. That's fine. Just move it out of the way completely. Doors open. There we go. All right. And let me read your description before you take actions here. This room appears to be a wizard's workshop. A rat scurries across the floor and takes refuge under a large work table set up for alembics, retorts, distillation coils, and other alchemic devices. All of it stewing and bubbling away. Bookshelves are crowded with sheaves of parchment and strange-looking tomes. Looks right. <laughs> okay, I enter. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll follow in. There you go. Shiny. I do a quick uh, just glance around the room. I don't see a person, so I'll be heading over to the door. Okay. Uh, in your glance, you notice the rat is standing on its hind legs and looking at you. It's a rat. Wonderful. I'm going to take caution at the rat. Somebody should catch that. Uh, we're trying to catch glass. I'm going to move towards the rat. Wherever it is. Okay. The rat is in the left-hand corner here. Um, as you move towards him, he does move away from you. So, uh, are you going to try to, like, capture the rat, or what is your intention? Um, actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I have anything like a bag. Oh, bedroll? <laughs> You're going to have to make some sort of attack action against the rat to successfully capture it, I guess. I mean, can I tell that this rat is intelligent? Would you like me to roll an insight check for that? Yeah, go ahead. Roll an insight check. All right. Uh, 23. All right. Uh, this rat appears to be intelligent. Yeah. All right. Uh, does anyone have something like a bag for this thing? Okay. Hanny, what are your actions during all this before I respond to that? Oh, I, respond? I do have an animal trap in my pack. Uh, Hanny's character happens to contain trapping equipment. 
<laughs> and uh, Urkov, are you just opening this door at this point? No, since he wants to play with the rat, I'm just leaning back against the door. If the door goes backwards against it with my arms folded. It's fine. All right, Hanny and Gardas, you guys can roleplay what you're doing with this rat. Go ahead. It's all you. Okay, so you want me to catch this thing? Yes, I'll block the door, unless Sildar is already doing it. You should close the door. Yeah. All right. I'm consider the door over. closed. Cool. Uh, it just says that I have a hunting trap. So uh, I guess I'll put it down. And then uh, try to chase the rat into it. Okay. The rat climbs up over the top of the books and along the alchemic devices. Kind of scurrying along these tables up to the corner where I'm uh, alerting you guys to the northwest corner. Mm-hmm. I will close the distance. Okay, the rat runs along the wall here towards Urkov. Urkov, lock the door. Grab it. Urkov, what's your action? I uh stand there because the door is locked. So the rat is able to squish his body underneath the door and escapes into the next room. I am shocked and surprised. <laughs> I did not think it could do that. <laughs> I pick up my trap. Okay. So the rat's escaped into the next room. Okay, I open door. One second. Hmm. There's a lot of reading here. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. All right. Let me open up the store for you guys. Please select the door. All right. I'm just going to have to use my keyboard keys to move it. There you go. The door opens to a rather simple study. Um, the walls. This bedchamber that you enter are covered with drapes of scarlet cloth. The furnishings include a small writing desk with a matching chair, comfortable-looking bed, and a wooden chest at the foot of the bed. So from here on out, like the decisions your characters make make a big difference. So I'd really like for you guys to roleplay how you're reacting to this. This door is open. This room is empty. Uh, we're going to say Arkov opened the door right away after the rat went underneath <laughs> it. Is that actually yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe because I was not expecting okay. that to happen. I was surprised. Urkov, with your high wisdom, you can easily see this rat escape through another one of these fake doors in this corner where I'm pinging in the northeast corner. Okay. I'm going to go after it. Now, are you dashing after it? Oh, yeah, I'm a little upset now that I escaped. Okay. 
I'm going to put everyone in initiative then. I think that's fair. Okay. So I'm going to put Urkov at the top. Everyone else roll except Urkov. Okay. 20. Twelve. Elite Romaine out of this. Gardas has a twenty. Sildar needs initiative. Ooh, Sildar, my boy. Alright, and a twelve for Hanny. Yep. Alright, so here's the deal. Urkov rushes after the rat, pushes open this fake yep. door. Urkov enters a room with stairs that enter up uh, north here. I'll open up this door for all the other characters lighting just for the sake of kind of keeping things clean. Um, Urkov, you're able to see a glimpse of light in this dark hallway in the uh, south corner, just based on the idea of where mm -hmm. the characters are at here. Um, that is another false door. Okay. Yep. Um, and your character is just dashing after this. Yeah, 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 yeah. One hell's right. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to take Sildar, dash him 60 feet into the corner here. And then we're going to take Gardas. Gardas, are you choosing to run with all the other characters? Yep. Don't want to be left behind. Okay, you're just going to back up behind Sildar at this point then. This door's Sounds wide good. open. Yep. Hanny, are you also role-playing that you're just dashing behind all the other characters just running at full breakneck speed? Um, I don't know, because I was supposed to pick up my trap, so I don't know if you want to take my turn for that. Nah, you already picked up your trap. You're fine. I'm saying after okay. that. Um, Then I guess I would hustle, and yeah. Alright, well, let's just put you guys all in the line there, then. I'm just going to move you, Sam. Because you're touchscreen. Alright, Urkov. The uh, rat disappeared around this corner so your character i don't think has line of sight for that um we're gonna say you completely lost the rat and you're back into the crevasse what does your character do this large opening uh well i'm so familiar with this so okay. oh so upon turning the corner uh you do see a dark bearded male in robe robes um Wearing a princely mantle of aramine, holding a large glass staff. So let me add him in here, and I'm going to put him right here, just for the sake of keeping things moving. Um, that male is currently running, and um, based on your lighting, I'm in here. I'll move him based on your lighting. You can wherever he falls off of your lighting, he falls off of your lighting. But oh, I just made him huge. One sec. Nice. We'll see. There we go. Fixed him. All right. So I don't know necessarily what you saw, but okay. You can finish your movement, Urkov. Do a full dash or whatever. So we're gonna say you move 10, 20, 30 10, feet so 20, far. Twenty, thirty. Oops, I'm in a powder. Thirty. And. Ten, and this was the good bridge, right? Uh, this is the good bridge, that's correct. Uh, dash is double movement? Correct. 20, 30. There we go. So there's my 60. Alright. Now... Urkov dashes into the chasm and across the bridge. 
Uh, Sildar, it's your turn. Sildar's going to move in. See Ur Urkov down there. 5, 10, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. He's able to catch up behind Urkov. Guard, it's your turn. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35, 40, 45, 50. So he's also in line with all the other characters. Knowledge. Yeah, pretty all much. Right. All right. Now, uh, at this point, Gardas, a large-eyed creature climbs up the bank behind you. Oh, boy. Large green-eyed creature. Let me get him up. And uh, he swings at you with his two claws, his two rather sharp claws. Okay. And Ouch. his first claw attacks or connects. His swing does not make it through your armor. Okay. He does a slashing damage into your flesh All of right. four damage. Upon taking that hit uh, I'm gonna he has to roll a save deck save okay so um in your attempt to what is it your character doing in the Breath deck the save storm. it's just when I get hit the uh creature that hits me Roll or take 2d8 electric damage or something, so it's like the gods start firing thunder at him. Basically, so, all right. Well, then I won't use his abilities for that. So he fails his saving throw on that. Okay, he got a 10, right? That fails, yeah, that fails. It's a 14, takes nine. All right, he takes nine damage. Urkov hears thunder and ducks and covers his head really quick. Alright, now the final piece of all this is that um, as the creature hits you, um, there's an element of you looking into its large green eye. And I need you to roll whatever you'd like, either charisma or deception. Uh, okay. Good uh, luck. Wait, I have to roll charisma? Yeah. Oh boy. I fail. Right. Or perception. Oh wait, I could have railed perception. Well, uh, yeah, perception check, still a wisdom check. Yeah. So, um, his eye appears to look into your soul for a second there, just so you know, and it, uh, he he now knows you well. Okay. Interesting. Hey, Hanny, it's your turn. Uh, discomfort. Okay. Everybody else got out of here, so I'll follow them. Five, yep, and yeah, count them 20, in, thank you. That's what I wanted. Five. So just, just uh, to keep it clear, Hanny runs through the bedchambers of the wizard, up the secret passageway stairs, around the corner into the cavern, to the bridge that actually works, sees Gardas being attacked by the large, nothic-eyed creature. He chooses to head south towards the cavern with his movement to be in line with Sildar and Urkov on the other side of the cavern. He is able to see a human... Mage in the southwest corner holding a glass staff. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I don't know if actually this rock might block your line of sight, but a, I don't know. You saw him at some point. Maybe. Maybe yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I think this is the end of my movement here. Wonderful. Hanny, it is that your turn? That ends my turn. I, I'm curious why that, that thing charges. That's so weird, right? Nice monsters. Yeah. I blame you for my death if it happens. Okay, Glass Path. <laughs> Uh, glass staff disappears down a hallway out of the character sight. Urkov, your turn. I, uh... You heard Gardas scream in pain as something scratched him to your, uh, north. You heard me scream in pain, and then you heard the thunder. Right, and the thunder That's spooked right. me. And, uh, I want to get out of here. It'd be like that. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, door. So Gardas continues down this pathway that uh, the wizard disappeared down. There's another set of stairs descending over 10 feet down 15 feet low. And he finds himself in another dead end that we've seen in the past of a door to the north and a door to the south, both of which are shut. I'm heading north. Urkov has north in his mind. As Urkov approaches the north door, he finds it to be locked. And uh, that'll end your turn for now, okay? Sildar. Uh, Sildar's going to turn around Gardas. Uh, he's going to see the creature. And he is going to attempt to move up towards it. Uh, and then he's going to backtrack and say, uh, Gardas, move, move into the open space. And he's going to move up over here where there's a little bit more lighting, a little bit more room. So he moves towards the northeast corner. Uh, to provide a little bit more movement uh, should they choose to combat the creature. Okay. Gardas, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm going to, I guess I have to run across the bridge and I'll take okay. the attack of opportunity yep. on me, I guess. As you uh, move away from the Nothic, it takes one scratch at you, uh, connecting with, with your flesh. It deals a large yeah. amount of damage. So turning your back to the Nothic deals nine damage to your character right. as he slashes through your flesh. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna thunderbolt him again. All right, hey, go ahead. So I gotta roll yeah. my save first. I passed. Okay, so you take one d eight. Eight damage. Okay, the Nothic appears unfazed. Your character has still some more movement. You've only moved ten feet so far. Uh, I think. Nope. One, I two. Yeah, so I just count them with my uh... three, four, I guess. All right, so 20 feet of movement so far. If you have yep. a ranged attack, you could take it. I can't. I don't have one. All right. So Gardas is now with his back up against the cavern wall, Sildar to his north, uh, close in tow, and Hane to his south. Uh, the creature will scurry across the bridge right up to Gardas's face again. Uh, oh, actually, no, I apologize. The creature, now that it knows Gardas, is going to peer into its soul. And uh, Gardas, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. All right. Uh... 18. Okay. Uh, you're unpay- unfazed by the uh, uh, gaze of the Nothic. Can it's your turn? Uh, well, I don't think I saw him scratch you at that point. So we're going to keep chasing the wizard. Down to the uh, south, to the bridge to the yeah. south that's a bit rickety. 25, 
and I'll just jump because I can. All right, so he clears the bridge without even touching it. The bridge has no effect then. Yeah. He continues to the west towards the staircase that Arkov took down earlier. I think that's my movement. Uh, he stops on the stairs at this point. Yeah. So I'm going to jump again. That's no, okay. Only one. I'll jump around. Arkov, it's your turn. You're at a door that... Arkov is going to assume that the other door is not locked and just barrel straight at it. Okay. Uh, you're going to make a strength check to barrel straight at it. Dang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you tried. Points for trying. I used to open. <laughs> Uh, plus two. Oh, that sucks. World 20 just lost all my pop-up windows. Oh, my goodness. Nine. Okay, he bangs into a hard door. Kenny, you see Urkov uh, rush into a door to the south and smack into it. Ow. All right. Uh, Sildar is still worried about this Nothic creature. He's going to hold his turn to see if the Nothic comes any closer to guard us, but he's going to close the distance. So he drops down five feet. Guard us, it's All your right. turn. Um, I'm going to full defense, I suppose. Oh, wait, did I take my damage? Oops, my bad. Uh, I was supposed to save. I'm down to eight. Um, you don't have any spells left? No. Oh, okay. Wait, Ben, did I take nine damage from last attack? or? I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. I think it was nine. Check the rod. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, I'm going to full defense and just be ready for him to come at me. Oh, cool. I, um, I'm going to show you guys a handout for the Nothic. Oh. So you guys know what you're looking at. I hit shoot nice. players. I don't know if it worked. Yep, it yep, did. I see it. Yeah, I see it. It's Wonderful. Nasty. Cool. It's my friend. Alright, so Sildar, or, uh, I'm sorry, um, Gardas, is that end your turn? Or? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is Windows, please work better. There you go. Close this. After that is the Nothic's turn. Um, the Nothic is just going to keep staring at you, Gardas, with the expectations that it's going to do something. So please roll another uh, Constitution check. 15. Okay. It's still, you're still unfazed. Okay. Nice. Kenny, your turn. Alright, well, seeing how um uh, ooh, I forgot his name. What's your name? Urkov. Urkov. My name's Urso. Uh, uh, Urso here, so uh, I guess I will go and go to the, to the no lock. North door. And attempt a strength check to bust that door open. Yeah, 15. Still locked. He said door. Archive, your turn. Okay, I'm, I'm covering my face and checking my nose with my left hand, and I try to handle with my right. The door is locked. I kick it. Roll my strike yep. tech. Whoops. 
That didn't work. There it goes. 14. Doesn't make it, right? Door holds. Sildar's turn. Gardas, is, is, is that creature staring at you? Yes, it seems to be peering into my very soul. Is it doing anything harmful? Uh, I fear that it will. However, I don't have any ability to attack it. Should we dispatch with the creature, or should we um, catch up with Urkov and Hanning? I'm not sure. Every time that I've smote it with the power of my lightning god, it doesn't seem phased. I see. Okay, that's Sildar's full round guard, so you didn't do anything for your um, round. You know what? I see a rock over there. I'm going to try a break line of sight. That's good to me. I like that. Gardas moves down to the south and uh, kind of stops his character in this corner with his back against the wall, breaking line of sight with the Nothic. Is that fair, Gardas? Yes. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Eh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this just to confirm my suspicion. So, yeah. Yeah, the Nothic turns its gaze on Sildar with Gardas no longer being in the, uh, what you call it, the line of sight. Sildar's constitution check is fair and Sildar finds uh, it, it, it's staring at me Gardas it's, it's staring at me can it's your turn alright uh, mm, I guess I'll try to lock the door down one more time go ahead the north door or the south door north door big strong kick no not good I can't get this open Hanny yells to Urkov. Urkov, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to start patting the walls along the side of the, uh, what you call it, of the hallway, hoping there's another secret door. Hey, you find no secret doors in your padding. Sildar's turn. Guard is, what are we doing about this thing? Uh, get away from its line of sight. Okay, it's going to share your square and join you. Guard is your turn. Okay. There as well. Sure. The Nothic skitters across the bridge uh, to come face-to-face with you guys. I'll push you guys over just to kind of get some spaces, and it's going to swing two swings at Sildar. So it swings twice with claws at Sildar. Missing him with the first swing. And uh, nailing him with the second for a total of, of nine damage to Sildar. Sildar screams as the uh, claws rip into his flesh. It's a decent amount of damage. Hanny, it's your turn. Uh, okay. uh, I guess I will... Uh, I'm going to go help other guys. One. Two, three, four, five, six. So Hanny climbs back up the stairs, realizing he's at a dead end, and enters back into the cavern. Um, I don't know what his line of sight's like. What do you see? Uh, I do see uh, Gardas and Sildar cowering at the beast. So I'll dash again. One, two, three, four, four, five, six. Okay. He's still on the left-hand side of the cavern, where they're on the right-hand side of the cavern, so he's unable to truly connect with them. The Nothic is behind a pillar, uh, and he no longer has line of sight to the Nothic. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. After Hanny is Urkov. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, After 25. After Hanny climb up the stairs, Urkov also chases after him up the stairs. Yeah. And then I'm going to head this way. He heads south in the cavern. And ends his movement a little bit below the rickety bridge. Uh, I, well, I can technically dash, right? So yeah, you can. Um, what's here? Uh, a continued stone hallway, if you want to take it. Sure. Uh, a very long stone hallway without lighting. Do you have? I have a torch. torch. Yeah. I will light the torch. Yep. A very, a very long stone hallway. Are you going to continue down it? Mm, honestly, probably not, just because. That is getting way off track. I was kind of Except hoping that it would be really back around. That stone hallway, you look down it and see a very long uh, fading into black stone hallway. Right now. Okay. Sildar's turn. Sildar is going to turn and swing his longsword at the Nothic. He really needs to start repairing these stupid things. <laughs> Swinging his longsword, he is able to connect with the Nocket, Nothic. Uh, and deals a massive amount of damage to the Nothic, uh, getting a clean swipe against the Nothic's flesh. Hmm. Okay, Gar's going to try something crazy here. And uh, he's going to attempt to make a save to roll through the Nothic to the other side. And he is successful in doing so. Oh, nice. So he swings and moves through the Nothic space to the other side. Okay. It is Gardas' turn. Uh, now that he's close up and personal, I'm going to, I guess, move a five foot over and take a swing as well. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Game, don't fail me now. Nat 20. Wow. Nice. Uh, roll to confirm, I guess. Right? Nope. No? You cannot take max damage or roll your double damage. Good. I'll roll double. So swing your Warhammer. Warhammer into the Nothic. You roll six on the dice plus one modifier of. Plus. Says plus four. Uh, dealing ten damage to, to the Nothic. Yep. The Nothic does appear to be bloodied by that blow, Yay. but still standing. Any other movement, Gardas? No, that's it. Okay. Uh, the Nothic turns its head at you, Garthic, uh, Gardas, and appears to peer into your soul one more time. Take a good long look. It's the last one you'll get. Okay, maybe it's the last one you'll need. I only got a nine. Wonderful. Um, so y your body's full of black pain as his 114 deals six necrotic damage to your health. What does that mean, necrotic? Is it just... Just a special magic okay. damage. I understand it, too. Got it. Okay, so Gardas is near death, but the Nothic is done as it peers deep into Gardas' soul. Hanny, it's your turn. Right, so Hanny's gonna uh, leap over the, ca of the chasm. Yep. Uh, can I get this hit, or do you want me to keep it You can. Why don't we just move to the other side of Sildar for a nice clean hit? Sure. Um, 
and or I guess I'll, yeah I think to myself you know why are you doing this I don't know if I saw the mental connection but I'm also going to swing at the yep. thing um, for 20 not a crit Hits. and I will do 15 damage holy crap uh, so he's able to rend the Nothic unconscious, uh, killing it. And uh, the Nothic falls to the ground. No longer a threat to the characters. Man, that really hurt. <laughs> uh, so the characters are uh, a bit bloody in the northeast corner of this cavern. Uh, Sildar has taken about half of his HP and damage. Gardas has taken 90% of his HP. Urkov is bloodied for about half. Uh, more or less. Mm-hmm. Has, I think I'm going to end it there, if that's okay with you guys. It's 11 o'clock here. Yeah. To the uh, southeast, we have two locked doors that the characters have yet been able to open. They do think that Gladys, uh, Glassstaff escaped to the southeast down that hallway. Okay. Urkov is blocking an actual escape down to the south, down a long hallway. And the rest of the characters are on the east side of the cavern and would be able to see anything that entered. Any final actions you guys want to take before we reconvene next time? Yes. I, I want to hop, hop down to the chasm and try to find those potions that I gave the Nothic. Okay, so um, Hanny's character goes down into the bottom of the chasm. Carefully, you're able to descend to the bottom. That's no problem at all. Uh, in doing so, that you see to the north up here where this darkness mm-hmm. is. Uh, especially with your dark vision, that there appears to be some sort of layer um, with a pile of supplies. Cool. I, de- so. I definitely want at least the potions for Gardas, and then I guess I'll see. Let's yeah, let me tell you what's in the pile real quick. So looking into the hoard, uh, it's actually a battered wooden chest in a cubby hole at the bottom of the crevice under the north bridge. Um, once you're down there, the chest is full of 136 gold pieces, five malachite gems worth 15 gold each, your two potions of healings you gave him, two more potions of healing that look exactly the same, and a scroll of augury. You got all that down? Yes. Okay. Additionally, as you clear out the gold in the chest or go through it, um, there is a silver chased long bird, long sword within a scabbard uh, with an inscription on it that says Talon. The hilt is worked in the shape of a bird of prey with outspread wings. Cool. Do you have an intelligence history check? Uh, I do not. I, okay. I have That's an fine. intelligence 10. Yep. We're not going to do anything without them. So, magic sword. We'll just call it magic sword, okay? Mm. For your inventory. <laughs> From the Nothic's layer, so I remember where to look if you ever do anything with it. Yep. Okay. Uh, Gardas, would you like to take any actions? Um, actually, now that he mentions potions, I remember that I have a few. I think. No? No, I think you, you guys told me Annie hold them on. Yeah, you guys yeah, like, Annie, you got it. Okay, so uh, I guess, do I see Annie go down into the you cavern? Do. All right, so I'm going to call out, I guess. 
Okay, you, you go to the edge, you peer at Hanny. Sorry, go ahead. Do you see anything down there? Oh, yeah. When I come down there. I got potions. I'm coming down there. Okay, right there. So Hanny has four potions to work with here, two that he gave and two that he found. Yes. Yes, I have five total. So I mean I'll give two straight up to you need these two guards. Hmm. So they're two D four plus two guards. You wanna just drink your first one first and see where you stand? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Cool. So he heals eight damage off the first one, putting him at ten HP. Are you gonna drink a second? Yeah, sure. Sam's down to three at this point. Uh, four because I still had one of my. Gotcha. He heals another seven, putting him to seventeen. I'll take that. That's fine. All right. You guys are able to climb out of the cavern next to Sildar. Um, men. Uh, you know I don't know what is ahead of us, but we may want to consider resting. I I'm also damaged. I agree. I could you use want... some spells. <laughs> But but the glass guy. All right, so Urkov, your character is going to move up to the north to join the rest of the characters? Oh, I mean, I just kind of assumed that I heard that. Uh, it's a pretty large cavern. You're about 10, 15, 20, 40, 45, 50 feet away, and there's a large pillar right here. Okay, I mean, in the meantime, I have uh, lit my torch and am waving it at them. Do you, Gardas and Hanny, move down to the south towards Urkov? Yeah, sure. Okay, the party moves across the bridge that actually works down to the south and joins up with Urkov at this weird hallway that leads south. Hmm. I'm hoping that Glass went this way. Uh, Urkov, you did see Glass, I believe, move this way, right? Or no? I thought I got the doors are locked. Okay. Got so it. now I am hoping. <laughs> that thing said to go north. That thing lied to me. It's going to get you into a corner so it can kill you. It didn't lie, Sam. You guys went around the corner and stuff. Yeah. It was north. Yeah. He was north, I guess. But then he ran away from us. Okay, are we giving potion or are we resting at Sildar's request? We're gonna rest, I guess. Uh, okay, the party's choosing to take a short rest. I mean, I, I offered him like I to. offered him a potion. Yeah, I want to know what Han Hanny and Urkov think. So, Gardas and Sildar are ready to take a short rest. Are Urkov and Hanny opposed to this? Urkov is still laser focused and wants to be moving. Okay, so he's opposed. What about you, Hanny? Uh, I also think I'm opposed. Uh, I, I have do the 50 50 split, then, then we're not taking it. Give a potion to Sildar. I'm going to roll it. Cool. Again, minus another one. You got a one and a four plus two is seven. So I'll heal Sildar seven. He's in a decent shape. He's 23 out of 27. That's pretty good. Any other actions before we call it a night? Nope. 
Okay, so when we get back, I expect the characters to continue doing something down here. I don't know what you guys are doing. Going down uh, the hallway. Going down the hallway, yeah. I don't know, figuring something out. Thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. Uh, this was our playthrough of the Lost Minds of Fandeliver. We're playing through Roll20 online. It's a pre-built uh, campaign with dynamic lighting through Roll20 that Blizzard Wizards of the Coast provided. Website still pathlesspod.com. We're no longer sponsored by Amazon because I, we stopped doing the podcast and they realized that we stopped getting people using our link. Uh, but if you want to reach out or say anything, we're available on Twitter at BardicDM. We're available through the website through the contact link. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy your evening or day or whenever you're listening. At Craig, leave. <laughs>